Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your favorite blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. So, this has been a kind of eventful, an event-filled weekend. It's been busy, that's for sure. Busier than usual. Unfortunately. I don't really like busy weekends. Can it just calm down? <laughs> so, Alyssa had a school project to work on. That she spent 10,000 hours on. Mitchell had a track meet, and Ashley came with us. So, we had to bring Beans and Stubby for a photo shoot at Val's house. Beans, beans, the magical fruit. Well, what I thought was funny, and you pointed it out as well. That's so cute. Stubby gets there. And, you know, Stubby is mostly wiener dog. I mean, he's probably 80%, 90% wiener dog and 10% something else. Um, but there's the Stubbies. He gets there. He sees these seven other wiener dogs. And he's like, pack of wieners. I'm in. And he just like scurried he just off goes. With them. And he was running around like a lunatic, like I've never seen him run before. He was so excited. He like ran down the stairs. He ran to the backyard. He was running around exploring the pool area. He was just hanging out with his herd of his people. Yeah, it was just crazy. Dude loves his people. And then the beans was, you know, he was the beans as usual. Um, Trying to loving, bite everybody. Loving everybody, biting on people, being annoying to the other dogs, yeah. being pushy, being the one who steals everyone's toy. And once he steals one, he's not satisfied. He wants the next one, too. Like, like, okay, so Val has this dog. And she has the, <laughs> she has these stairs in her house. And the dog stands at the top of the stairs. And he throws his ball at you. Okay. Yeah. And so you, the rule is that if he throws his ball at you, you have to throw it That's for scooter. him. That's Scooter. Like, you have to toss it up to him so he can catch it and throw it back to you. It's his game. And if you don't throw it back to him, he barks at you. He gets all sorts of mad, okay? So he would throw his ball down the stairs, and then Beans would steal it and run away, and there's Scooter up there, like, barking his ass off because nobody's throwing his ball, but little does he know somebody stole his ball, so there's no more ball for him to play with. Then he would come down, and he would steal his ball back from Beans, and then Beans would stand there and bark at him. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It was crazy. They were everywhere. So then we dropped him off there, and then we went off to track meet. Mitch only had one race. The coach limited them all to one race because of um, too many track meets. Too many track meets, and since it's an invitational, it doesn't count towards their league standings. Right. So you know, smart move on coach's part. Um, since it's mo, I was gonna say, you know, like since it's mostly for the kids. I heard someone saying, "Why did they even bother coming to that meet? Right. There were so many other meets." But it's for the kids. They get invited there because they've done so well. And it's kind of like their recognition for how great they've done. So 
you can't just not go. It's for the kid. Right. And it's some stiffer competition than they face in their other meets. Yeah. And it's good for them. Right. Hey, and, you know, speaking of stiffer competition, because of the stiffer competition, in my opinion, Mr. Mitchell got another PR. That's three PRs this week. Yep. And two in the same event. Five races total, three PRs. That kid, yeah. he's an A-plus dude. Yeah, he's kicking butt. And it was exciting to watch because he looked really strong, you know. He had rested, of course, the day before quite a bit. Right. Um, But he looked really strong. And he, he even good. said that he felt like if he had been at 100% the first time, he was at like 190% today. Dude, absolutely. Or that day. It was awesome. So, and then, what did we do after that? Oh, we went to went to Bray Mall after that because right. Ashley needed to do something with Matt's watch. Yeah. So we went there. Now it's kind of ho. That's kind of ho hum because it was over with so quick. Right. You know. Um. I was thinking afterwards. We probably should have just spent a little more time, um, at the mall. Why? Because none of us was super famished hungry. So we could have stayed out a little while longer and had a, just had a nice time walking around. And I can't remember what we did know. for lunch. Went to the hat. Oh, I was super famished hungry. Were you? Huh. Yeah. I don't remember that, but okay. Anyway. Well, I got the double cheeseburger. So that's what happened with all of that. What was the other thing? We, I, know, I know we're going to talk about next weekend. What else were we going to talk about? That was it. The wieners and the track, and then next weekend. Well, yeah. Well, like, so circling straight back to the wieners, they're going back to Bowles House next weekend to stay from Friday to Monday because because we're going to Sacramento to the California Libertarian State Convention. Whoop whoop! So that should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I've made some good friends. Some people that I like. It'll be interesting for sure. So, I actually think it'll be better than last year because we're more well-known to people. So, they say hello and they talk. And my guess would be that the people that we don't want to see won't be there. Well, do we do we know for sure that anybody we know and like is going? Like, okay, I obviously don't know for I sure. know some people who are going. But. Well, yes. Like. I know people that are kind of on the fringe of the group that we have met, work with, then then we've met these people, um, and then like I'm friends with them on Facebook, so I kind of get to know them from there. I'm just looking for an indicator of how uncomfortable I'm going to be. It's going to be fun because I think we not we also know more people, but I have no clue who from around here that we normally hang out with who's going to go. Because one thing is, we haven't been to any of the meetings. Like, we didn't go to the last two Huntington Beach meetings because the one meeting we were super sick, and the next meeting we had no interest in, yeah, you know, going to that one. And we let George know that. Um, well, and we haven't been to the Fullerton one I'm more for a very long time. Like, my gosh, how long has it been? Long enough. I don't yeah. remember the last one. Super long time. Because... You know, same reason. Don't want to deal with that. It must have been. It must have been since October. The last one we went to was when the one dude was there talking about how he thinks that all 
16-year-old girls should be subjected to the vagina monologues. Yeah. That was the last one we went to. I don't know when that, that was, in was October. but I'm still traumatized. That was in October. So November, December, January, February, March. Now April. That's not, six months. Not really my jam for like an 80-plus old man to be talking about how 16-year-old girls need to be yeah. looking at the vagina monologues. It's not that's, really his business. That's crazy when you think about it. Six months. A long time. Anyway, I feel like I guess feel like this weekend's gonna be interesting. Um, you know, it's not my favorite scene to be um campaigning for anything anymore. Yeah, well, this one should be more. more but we'll uh, see. I don't know. Is there I, is there actually any competition for this? spot you're running well for? there's i think seven people running and there's four seats so not really there's not a lot of competition well it's 50 50 chance of winning it's not bad no better or worse than it would be you know on a one-to-one situation are the other six people like well known too or mm. Mm. two two are not so well known so it's really five people for four spots. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Anyway. So I think I'm looking kind of forward to some of the social situations. Um, just because some of the people that we've met, newly met rather, uh-huh. are a little more, how should we say, um, hmm, I'm trying to think of the word and I know what it is, but I can't. They're they're a little more um, feist than people that we've hung out with before. You know, they're they're kind of like less interested in what other people think, right. and more interested in like hanging out with funny, fun and funny people. Well, that could be interesting. Well, it could be because those kinds of situations are way more authentic, if you ask me. Right. Because you're. You're meeting somebody and they're being themselves yeah. rather than trying to be what either they think you or society or both wants them to be. They're being themselves. Right. And I think there's a lot to be said for that. Well, I agree with you because like you get to so many other like social situations and then you meet all people and they're all like, we're super fake because this is social and we've never met you before. And then you meet them a couple more times and you were like, this person's a douche. I don't want anything to do with them. But usually when you meet people who are just like, they don't give a shit what anybody thinks, then you can decide if you like them straight up right then. And that's that's cool. Exactly. I like because because they tell you who they are. There is no trying to figure it out. It's just, boom, this is who I am. Right. And you can you either like me or you don't like me. And I mean, right. I don't know if you remember, but when the election was over, is when it recommended um, Angela as a friend to me. I thought it was right before because it might have been right before, but it was right around that time, and they recommended her as she friend was to me. She still campaigning, and I friend and, and I and I did the friend request, and she accepted it right away. Yeah. Um, and then I got a lot of amusement, and I don't mean in a ha 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 funny way. I meant more in a like soothing, intellectually soothing. Wow, now this is a good approach kind of yeah. a way. Because she would do things like, so, here's the situation. And she'd give out a situation. Right. Right. And then, and she's very smart. 
And then she'd, she'd lay the situation out there. And then she'd say, if you think that the right answer is this, you're more libertarian than you think you are. Was that where you got that from? Yes. And she would do it over and over and over with different topics. And it really worked to get. I never seen another person that I've met from the Libertarian Party that I'm friends with on Facebook. I've never seen them get this kind of discussion on that the page. That means that she's a very nice person in general. I've only briefly met her once. Hey, you met her at Politicon. Yeah, and it was brief and only once. Uh huh. But she's nice. Well, I think you're right. I think it does mean she's a really nice person because she's willing to have that dialogue and allow the dialogue to happen. Right, and clearly people who she's friends with understand that she's not a loon bag because they're willing to have the discussions on her posts. Well, and like, I've been observing that since then and very impressed, very, very impressed, extremely impressed. And then, you know, just like I always say about David, I really like David. I think David's a very impressive person. Um, uh-huh. I think he's a little greener than she is in this respect, but he's going to get there. You know, he'll get there one day. He's, he's headed in the right direction, David. Um, but she's like got this approach. Somebody, you know, she's running for the Southern area coordinator. I don't even know what that is. Well, they split the state into two, South and North. But I don't know so what an area coordinator They basically is. help all of the counties. Like, if this affiliate needs the state party to pay $100 to help them out for something, uh-huh. she's the one who goes to bat for that. You know what's interesting? I definitely understood what the word Southern meant. It was area coordinator that I was a little, a little shady on. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but funny. you started with and I assumed, I like, and I, I assumed know what that word means. Southern, Southern was what you were confused Take about. It. I figured area coordinator was easy. Um, I did to me it would be easy that's funny see how (laughs) people do you see how people think differently like that's funny how she thought that it was area coordinator that she was confused by and I'm like well well, duh who doesn't know what area coordinator is but you got to think about anyone for different well and anyone who's reading but anyone who's reading all these posts that I'm reading would know the answer but you don't have to read them so you don't read them that's the difference I did read them but some of them see that's the point i've read all of them I read and that's why i know today. the discussions but somebody dissed her for taking on too many roles and like her response back she's sassy well let me just say that i could sense the sarcasm but she was super polite wow but like being a sarcastic person myself i could read between the lines you know well, yeah. um what happens when you and like her she pointed out how like when she was in the hospital she still attended the meeting via the online that's dedication exactly and she's the one who you know i told you they do like 10 social events in the county and then she got in a big fight with people this is what i was going to say she got in the big fight with people some people got in a big fight with her not the other way around because they used to meet at a restaurant in downtown la right and they got kicked out because these people yelled and screamed. Right. And um, so now she makes the meetings happen online. Not the social meetings. The business meetings. Which they makes more online. sense. And one of the reasons she said was that, you know, the county is so big that people trying to come from 
all edges of the county weren't able to make it sometimes. Well, this way they're able to make it more often because you know, always, my gosh, I could go with my tablet to, you know, soccer practice and watch a meeting. Well, here's the thing. Business meetings are generally boring. And if you're attending one, you're attending because you want to talk about one issue in the meeting. So you attend this meeting by Zoom. You can keep doing whatever you would regularly be doing, like regularly scheduled activities. And then when your thing comes up, you're there and you can be like, yo, I have some things to say. Exactly. But you don't have to like drive for two hours just to be bored for 95% of the meeting to talk about the one thing you want to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. And it's much more. And like the guy's trying to use Robert's Rules of Orders as a argument because, you know, Robert's Rules of Orders allegedly doesn't address online meetings, but it's false. Robert's Rules of Orders has been updated to include rules for online meetings and how to hold an online meeting and what the minimum requirements are for the technology in order to effectively hold an online meeting. I mean, you know what Robert's Rules of Order is, right? No. You don't? Okay. Sorry, I didn't. That's why. (laughs) Robert's Rule of Order is how to handle your rules that are agreed upon that tells you how to handle the meeting in what order your agenda items should go, et cetera. Is and it that's a libertarian what drives, thing? Or no, is it like it's an a, everyone thing. It's an everyone thing. That's what drives the city council meetings. That's what drives the Congress. That's what drives the Senate. They use Robert's Rules of Order. That way there's rules and decorum. And that's why, like, when something needs to be voted on, they say, okay, well, let's let's do get a motion to approve this. Oh, I move to approve it. And then, then the next person, I second it. That's all part of Robert's Rules of Orders. You have to do that. Otherwise, the meeting isn't considered fair and equitable. Are and these he was like laws? To, like, if just, you don't follow them, you could get in some kind of trouble somewhere? No, it's just that world? if you don't follow them, the organization falls apart. So in every organization's bylaws, they say, we're ad- for our meetings, we're adopting the approach in Robert's Rules of Order. Period. Now it's a bylaw. So now as an organization, you have to follow what the bylaw says. Or else you could get a, you could lose your nonprofit status. Interesting. And so then, as Robert's rules of orders changed, like you just mentioned, they've been ad- adapted to include online meetings. Right. And what they did that I thought was really interesting cool. was, you know, you're supposed to be able to raise your hand in order to speak uh-huh. to, to get the floor. Well, they require that the technology has some kind of a "Hey, I'd like to speak" button, which Zoom does. Which is why they use Zoom. Um, but they require that. You know, that's super, super, super important. But it's funny because this whole argument is that it doesn't follow Robert's Rules of Order. And yet, it does. Robert's Rules of Order has been updated to include online meetings. And it makes sense. Huh. That's but, kind of interesting. Yeah. So it, I think it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be interesting. You know, get to hang out with those people a little bit more and get to know them a little bit better in person. I feel like I'm likely going to be bored for the majority of the weekend. However, I'm kind of interested. I really don't know. Like, What are you kind of interested in? The existence of a thing, the convention itself. I don't really know. I don't, yeah. It's hard to explain. That's interesting. 
It's very interesting. Put it this way. I guess I'm more excited to be able to come home and podcast about anything ridiculous we see. Yeah, it will be interesting in that respect. And you're finally going to get to see some of Northern California. Which I have never done. places other than, you know, soccer destinations. See, and I feel like I'm going to like Northern California more than I like Southern California because there's big-ass trees. Um, <laughs> We're not going north enough for big-ass trees, are we? No. How damn rude. <sighs> Gentlemen and ladies, we will have an episode called You Didn't Go Far Enough North for Big-Ass Trees. Coming out after we get back from the place that's not far enough north for big-ass trees. I'm so offended right now. Well, then until then. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.